1: what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. And then from that point, the universe is going to get out your way. This moment in time, this is your time to rise. Today's topic is super empowering. I'm excited to deliver this message. This was actually something that I heard and processed it, and I wrote it down like sometimes I'll just write in my iPhone notes like oh my gosh that's such a good getting magnetic episode and Sandy and I were chatting like yes let's do this one so today's episode is centered around most of us or I would say actually all of us we are born extraordinary and Sandy and I were just talking about how do you, how do you pronounce extraordinary it's it's spelled right extraordinary extraordinary I feel like
0: I've heard people say. It extraordinary and I've heard extraordinary. Yeah. I don't know which one's correct.
1: I definitely do extraordinary. Like just a flow. I think of I accidentally say both all the time. I'm I not love sure it. Which one's it right It depends on the mood you're in or <laughs> yeah. the day. Yeah. Tuesdays. So we're born extraordinary. We're all born with gifts, right? Unique gifts specific to us or with a calling. And we come into this world from firsthand experience in the most of miraculous of ways, right? Like miraculous fashion. Like think about everyone who comes in this world. It's extraordinary how, you know, a twinkle in the eye turns into a baby, basically, nine, 10 months later. But we were brought in an extraordinary, but we're raised to be ordinary, right? Like society, right? Especially here in America, we're raised to go to school, to be polite, to get the grades, to go to college, to get the job, to pay our taxes, to be a good citizen, to buy a home, to retire in our 60s and eventually die. We're basically set up to be ordinary. But we're born with this calling, with these gifts. We're born extraordinary. And through life, through the conditioning, we, we become ordinary. So to be extraordinary, I feel like we have to acknowledge there are all these forces pushing us towards ordinary, but we have to make a decision. You have to make a decision to be extraordinary. And we all have extraordinary power within us. It's just up to us to tap into that. I think doing what ordinary people aren't willing to do gives us that extraordinary life. That's kind of the the intro. How do, you, how do you feel about this topic?
0: I love this topic. Um, this is something that I think could resonate with anyone because it's true. We are, and the way as a parent, the way you look at your newborn and your baby and your children is like, you can do anything. Mm. Like, I believe in you. I told Cam this morning, she was like standing on my stomach. I was laying on the bed. She was standing on my stomach and I was looking at her and I was like, anything you want to do in this world, you can do. And <sighs> I'm going to cheer you on the whole way. Like anything you want. Like I'm going to cheer you on. I'm going to help you. I'm going to coach you. I'm going to support you. I'm going to love on you. And we think of that, of our like young offspring. And then where does it, I don't want to say go wrong, but where does it kick in that it's like, like we play smaller, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and Wade and I were having this conversation recently. Like it was very conditioned in me. Like going to a four-year college was like a non-negotiable. That was like, something that my dad really stressed was like very important. But, and I'm so grateful that I did, but now I look at it with Cam and I'm like, if sh- if that's not a fit for her, like that's not a fit for her. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't have to follow this exact mold. Like we've learned firsthand experience. Like it doesn't necessarily matter like what degrees or education you have. It's more so about like the life experiences, the people you surround yourself with, your habits, the things you do daily, the books you read, the people you surround yourself with. So I kind of feel like we're breaking the mold mm-hmm. um, in our family for the first time of of being like we're gonna we're okay with things switching up. She may totally follow a, like a normal track, but I want her to not feel pressured that she has to do something because that's what you're supposed to do because that's what everybody does.
1: And it's that's such a perfect example. Like for us you know, looking at our baby, baby cam, or for anyone out there that's had children or been around young, basically infants, newborns, you look at them and they, their brain hasn't been developed enough to even take in societal norms or, and what does everyone do? Like you look at a baby and you see exponential, enormous potential, like the world they can do, be, or have anything that they want. Mm-hmm. Like, don't you? You don't look at a baby and be like, ah, oh, you know, you can't do anything. No, no. We tell them, we're like, you can do anything you want, anything your heart desires. And we know it in our hearts that they have unlimited potential, that they can go do, be, or have anything. We know that. And because they haven't been conditioned yet. And especially like, how cool is that, that we are speaking life, we are affirming over our kids, our children, like you can do anything, you can do anything. And we know that in our hearts, but we, we then also know our adult experiences. We go through life and if you have these wild, extraordinary dreams, they kind of get squashed. It's like, play your role, play your part, go the course, stay the course, do the things like be safe, be, you know, make sure you're safe. We want to protect you, get in line. And we're conditioned like Pavlov's dogs to be ordinary. What's it's, a dogs? it's a conditioning. It's a famous study where Pavlov was a scientist. He did a study. He would put food bowls out and dogs would go eat it. And he put food bowls out or something like that. Um, and basically they would salivate because they were ready to eat. And then he eventually could condition the response of them salivating without the food there. I think he'd put the bowl or something. I forget. Mm. It's basically just a conditioning thing. Got it, got it. Um, so we're conditioned. We are honestly conditioned to be ordinary because it's just it's easier and safer to fall in line. But what you realize when you fall in line and you're ordinary and safe, it it hurts down the road. You're like, gosh, I gave up so much of my potential. I didn't go for it. I wish I did. So I love thinking about, you know, children as these limitless beings that we speak life over and what's so cool I heard the other day that I really hung on to was, we all are born, getting back to, we're born extraordinary. We are all born with Michael Jordan-level talent in something, in one thing or the other. Some might be riding horses. Some might be basketball. Some might be speaking. Some might be painting. Some might be kind of teaching or coaching or guiding or leading. Some might be empathy. Like, there's so many different things in the world. There's so many different traits and personalities and strengths and characters that we you you the listener has Michael Jordan level talent in something and maybe we haven't discovered it yet because we haven't exercised it yet. We haven't explored it. We haven't conditioned ourselves around it, but it's kind of up to us to to go through life. I think that's what life's all about is stepping into the highest version of you, becoming the extraordinary version of you. And you have unique, particular gifts that were meant to serve the world. And it's up to us to go find them. I think that's what extraordinary really is.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Being extraordinary is something that sticks out to me as like someone that goes above and beyond what is considered, I don't know, like acceptable or normal, like going the extra mile, like thinking outside the box and being like how could i be the best at xyz like whatever it is that you're doing and you can be an ex- you can be extraordinary at the most mundane tasks. Mm-hmm. you can be extraordinary at folding laundry yeah you could be extraordinary at keeping tidy
1: extraordinary housekeeper yeah that yeah. is i am very very ordinary maybe below ordinary at keeping the house
0: actually you know what? Mm, i'm ordinary you're I'm, average i'm average yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's okay we're working on it.
1: I would say you're probably pretty average, too. So no, no no, 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 no. Oh, you're extraordinary? I am definitely...
0: Do you know what I did 10 minutes before this call started? What? I was on my hands and knees, literally... What are those rollers, that like a lint roller? Mm-hmm. I was lint rolling the ground because I saw a crumb and I was like, I have to get that up. And then I and then I got it and then I was like, oh, I think there's other ones. And then I put my eye like level with the carpet <sighs> and I started lint rolling. No, what I just did was extraordinary right. lint rolling OCD, the carpet. OCD,
1: extraordinary, either way. I'm just saying. <laughs> Wait, What I did was clean up from your birthday party the other night with the 45 minutes of dishes and kitchen cleaning. (laughs)
0: Thank you, baby. So
1: I maybe focus on the bigger things like, oh, my gosh, there's dishes everywhere. And she's like, do you see these crumbs? But one crumb leads to – there's a million crumbs in the house. I, like, can't get caught up in the crumbs because I'll get – I'll spend the whole day crumbing. But anyways, no, that's a good (laughs) point. It's a good point.
0: My point is you can be extraordinary. In anything. My point was with that is that I'm really extraordinary at – Attention to detail. Yeah, you That are. is like one of my things. I notice small in anything, like whether it's punctuation, whether it's, I don't know, like the visual of like how something is posted on social media. I'm like, oh, we should have cropped that a little bit more, like a quarter of a, a millimeter to the left. Like I notice these tiny, tiny small things that other people don't notice, but they like can drive me crazy. But I'm extraordinary at attention to detail.
1: And I think that is a common trait in extraordinary people that we all think of, right? Like they find their craft. Let's say Michael Jordan finds his craft of basketball, his his unique talents, his passion, all lining up his purpose to serve the world. And I'm sure as heck he has extreme attention to detail in, okay, this move I got to master and mastering anything takes attention to detail and I got to do it and repeat it over and over again. I got to condition myself. So when I'm in the game, I know my body takes over. It's not even like my mind, my body just knows what to do and that attention to detail is a big part of it. I think too, just breaking down the definition of extraordinary. It's we, we think of Michael Jordan when we think extraordinary, right? Someone like Michael Jordan, like the greatest of all time, but really it's just extraordinary. It's just doing a little more extra than ordinary. And that's oftentimes all it takes to be extraordinary. It's just thinking, okay, what is everyone doing? How can I go above and beyond? It, no matter where you're at, even if you're an accountant sitting at your desk, like how can I go a little further than everyone else? Because you you often hear like the road to success was just a few exits down from failure. It's just most people are going to take that that easy exit or the first exit or they fail and they're exiting. The road to success is just, you just keep going a few exits down. You just go a little extra, do a little extra. And no matter where you're at, you can sprout where you're planted and be extraordinary what you hear. You know, I, we listen to podcasts and so many things and you hear like, I just started doing more, being more in my current role. Like I started to be the best accountant I could or the best employee I could in my current job. And things started opening up for me, opportunities, things started happening for me. And then my vision got bigger. And then I wanted to create my own company. Like we've had a few interviews like that recently. It's where it's like, be extraordinary wherever you are now, and it will lead to extraordinary places. This
0: morning. So yesterday was Easter. The other time of us recording this. Yesterday was Easter. It was also my birthday. And so th- this past week, just leading up to all that, like there was just so much going on all good stuff, just like a lot. And last night we got into bed at like eight 30. Like we mm. went to bed super early as a family. Heavenly. <laughs> and I set my alarm for 5.00 AM and I was like, okay, I'm going to ride my Peloton at five 15. And when I heard that go off this morning, I literally was like, I do not want to do this like at all. And I was like, you know what? showing up is better than like coming up with an excuse. Like I was too tired. Cam woke me up three times last night or blah, blah, blah. So literally I wore my robe on the Peloton. (laughs)
1: You did. I just, I just remembered that. I
0: wore my robe. (laughs) I was all bundled in the fuzzy robe and it was not by any means an impressive ride. If you looked up the stats, you'd be like, that's embarrassing. You didn't PR. It was not a PR. Um, But I looked at it after the 30 minute ride and I'm like, wow, it's, 5 45 in the morning and I've done four miles. Mm. So to me, that's extraordinary. Like I don't, that's an extraordinary morning. That's not something I typically do. And I could easily be down on myself for, Oh my gosh, like you weren't like high energy and like cranking up the volume. And like, I actually afterwards, I didn't even like sweat that much. Actually, I don't think I sweat at all. And then Wade went to the gym at six. So I climbed back in bed with Cam because she was still sleeping and fell back asleep. Like Mm -hmm. that was my morning. But I was like, you know what? I need to give myself credit for like showing up because sometimes being extraordinary is like the average person or the average you, right? Or the average, like being average or not going extra, not going the extra mile would be like, oh, I'm tired. Like I got woken up a few times. I feel like. Even though that did not feel like an extraordinary ride, like reflecting on it, I'm like, you know what? It's pretty extraordinary that I did that because that is not something I wanted to do.
1: Yeah, I think this ties into a few episodes ago, but it's extraordinary in the sense of doing what you said you were going to do, even though it was 5 a.m. You were tired as heck. You were up with Cam a bunch during the night. Like extraordinary is still showing up because you said you are keeping your promise to yourself. So mm-hmm. that's the extraordinary component of it. And it just dawned on me because we both woke up at five, Sandy to do a peloton ride. I left right after her ride, basically, uh, to go to the gym. And it was so different. like the hard part for me is just the first five minutes in waking up at five. Once you get past that, you're you're golden. Granted, assuming you got, you know, six hours or more of sleep. From there, like I was fired up to go to the gym because that's I'm passionate about it, right? Sandy's not necessarily passionate about hopping on and correct me if I'm wrong, but the Peloton at 5 a.m. No. And versus me, like I was psyched up to go do CrossFit. My class was at six, so it was, you know, a little later. But I was really fired up about it. So I think it's it dawned on me like it's it's much easier to be extraordinary in something you're passionate about. Mm. Like I love fitness. I love being fit. I would, I would say I have extraordinary fitness and it's not that I do anything crazier. I just do it more often. I just do it every time I do it. I aim to do it with excellence and go like as hard as I can. So I was fired up to go at 6am and I came back fired up versus Sandy. Like that might not be one of her biggest passions. So she's doing it because she said she would. I'm doing it because I said I would, but it's easier for me because I'm like, I'm really excited to go do that. It's harder to, you know, when you wake up for vacation, how easy is it to wake up at 5am to go on vacation? How easy versus how easy is it, is it to wake up at 5am to go, you know, to the gym before you start the work day? You know, it depends, but it's probably a lot different. So it's easier to be extraordinary in your in your passions and your purpose. So go find those things. Go find those things that you're lit up to wake up at five AM and work on. Like, do you have a business idea? And maybe you're parenting or working during the day. When you get excited to wake up at five to start working on your dreams, like that's how you know you're in the right place. Like you're in alignment and you're ready to take your life to an extraordinary level.
0: I love that these episodes are us just like having a chat. That's I think They're that's kind of that's all podcast. over the place. Yeah, I'd love to bring it full circle with kind of how you started it of how we're all raised to be ordinary and just kind of follow that path. Just bring it full circle.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that's a big thing I've realized thus far in my life is coming back to thinking about Cameron she is extraordinary. She has extraordinary potential to do anything. And when she starts crawling or walking, like we're going to be rooting her on and cheering her on and helping her along the way and speaking life and positivity and affirmations over her. And she's going to keep going until she masters it. We've, we've all heard that, you know, that you wouldn't tell a kid to stop walking. But over our life, we're, we're told... No, explain to st-
0: that. You're brushing over that. I oh. like that whole example.
1: Yeah. I mean, okay. Well, we think about that, right? Is like... We think we see these children as limitless and they dream like, you know, kids have wild imaginations and they dream and they have imaginary friends and they can go have fun and do anything like on their own. They don't need the outside stimulation and they're these limitless little beings. And especially when they get up to start walking, like it's hard. They're going to fail over and over and over again. They don't just start walking their first time. And some kids
0: walk Oh, I'll brag a little bit. My parents told me I was extraordinary and I started walking. Actually, they said I basically skipped walking and went straight to running at <laughs> eight months
1: old. Beast.
0: But that's not typical. Um,
1: and you were a chubba to gub. I was a chubba to gub. You had like rolls for days. No, but
0: most, and what's cool about that, like, you know, kids are walking from, you know, up to, you know, maybe 12 months, 14 months, 18 months. Like, it takes time. Everyone has a different mm-hmm. journey. But if one kid was not walking by 12 months, you wouldn't be like, it's never going to happen for them. Like, they would just keep going. That's They the keep point. going. Yeah, yeah, you keep
1: going. And the, the, as a parent, you're going to speak life over them, and you're going to be there to assist and help them and root them on. And they know they, for example, like they're never going to stop. No child has ever been like, ah, I'm just not going to walk in this lifetime. I'm just going to crawl. Like you know, outside of specific conditions that they're born with, but typically speaking, they're going to keep walk. They're going to keep trying and that's like what we have to apply in our life right because they're extraordinary beings so are you we are too we just have buried it in adulthood we've buried it through the ordinary conditioning of this life of okay to be safe and sound i've got to kind of go this ordinary path but you're you have extraordinary inside of you and it's just being channeling that inner you know child of like Oh, I know what I want to do. I want to walk, or whatever your goal or your desired outcome or your desired life is like. I want that. I'm gonna keep getting up. It's gonna be wobbly and shaky, and I'm gonna fall. And I'm gonna be wobbly and shaky. and I'm gonna, I'm gonna fall. trip,
0: and I'm gonna skin my knees. Yep. And I'm gonna hurt my elbow.
1: But I'm gonna get a little gonna, better every yeah, time. I'm gonna.
0: All the things are gonna happen, but it's like there's no parent talking to their child being like we hope you're able to do this one day or like, I don't know if this is going to happen for you. So why do we do that with any other dream? That's kind of the whole point Mm -hmm. is whatever you desire is there for you. You just have to release the timeline and you have to know that if you follow the extraordinary, extraordinary path of like continuing to show up, continuing to go for it, continuing to fail forward and know like it's going to happen at some point if I don't just sink and be ordinary. But if I actually go that extra, do the extra steps, like it's there for
1: you. So message today is you are extraordinary. You have extraordinary, unique gifts, talents, personality, purpose, and service to the world. Like you're here for a reason. You're extraordinary. And it's up to us. It's up to you to go find That extraordinary version of you, that extraordinary parts of you that you can, you know, because when you are just being yourself, your best self, your highest self, like you are serving the world in the best way possible. So if this message inspired or empowered you, send this to someone extraordinary who has extraordinary potential in them and share this with them be like, hey. I see this for you. Um, Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for sharing. We see you tagging us in episodes. We appreciate you. We appreciate the reviews. That's, you know, this community is what keeps us going. I think over 200 episodes in, right? Mm -hmm. That's what keeps us going. So we appreciate you. And till next episode. Ta-ta. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible.
0: So remember, you are magnetic.